everybody. Uh, Doug Jordan here, and I just want to welcome you back to uh, Doug Knows Best here on WAYOLP Rochester. I'm your host, Mike Doug Jordan, and uh, today I have a very special guest. Uh, His name is Taylor the Sandman Lofton. Uh, He is the host of Our Week in Review here on uh, WAYO LP uh, LP Rochester. And uh, I am actually, uh, I I go on the show uh, quite a bit over there and I fill in. So it's nice to have uh, Taylor on here with us, filling in for Soonjay this week because he's out uh, sick. So uh, Taylor, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Doug, thank you so much for freaking having me and God bless you. And I love you. And I want to say something here. At the top of the freaking hour, it's that I have never listened to your show, but I am your biggest fan. Long time have I not been listening to the show, but I have been aware of it. And I believe I have an executive producer credit on the freaking show, and geez Louise, down on my knees, God bless you for that. And I am so sorry to hear about Sunze's death. God bless him wherever he is. I know he is safe in the hands of Jesus or... Whatever God he believe or gods he believes in. So, geez, Louise, he, it's a blessing and an honor to be here. What were you going to say, I, please? Go ahead. I just want to make it clear to everybody out there, he's not dead. He just, he's sick today, and I asked you to fill in just because we were a little, uh, you know, we had the show already prepared, so normally I would just skip it without him, but uh, I asked you to fill in. So he's not dead, just for anybody that's a fan of Doug Knows Best or one of our friends of Doug out there listening, uh, just want to say, you know, Sunjay's fine, and uh, he will be back probably next week. So, And the real reason I'm here, and Weakers and Tweakers know that it's only a matter of time before Wayo came a knock-knock knocking at your freaking door, and Jesus Louise down on my knees, that's what they're doing right now, Weakers and Tweakers. They need your freaking help financially and geez louise down on my knees it costs a lot of money to raise a radio station up from the earth and into the stratosphere where people can collect the radio waves and pull them into their car or into their clock radio or even into their rear freaking ends or into their freaking molars maybe they can't turn it off when they sleep because it's in their brain but geez louise down on my knees weakers tweakers please i am trying to save this show because it is on the precipice, it's on the precipice of being freaking canceled. And geez, Louise, down to my knees, they brought me in here to help Doug Jordan out. Now, Doug, what should weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, and the fans of your freaking show know about Wayo and how to freaking donate? Uh, yeah, so we're fundraising right now. So if you go on to uh, wayofm.org, there's a, a donate link or something. You, you go on there and uh, you can pledge your money. And we got a goal of, uh, what is it, I think $15,000 on there. So you just pledge money and then you, you get all sorts of prizes based on how much money you pledge. And, you know, we, we got to help out the radio station any way that we can. Uh, it's great. We have shows like this on here. We have shows like Our Week in Review, uh, Sound of Tomorrow. Just to name a few. So, you know, without uh, viewers like you or, or listeners like you, we couldn't make this possible. So thank you. This is the old freaking PBS model. They make a tote bag and they tell you to freaking fork over your hard earned kern. Yeah, this time we're asking for 15 large weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers and Doug's fans. Now, geez louise, down on my knees. You don't have to fork over the full freaking 15K. But if you could, 
God damn it, you should. And geez louise, down on my knees, I want to tell weakers and tweakers out there that if they donate in the name of freaking Our Week in Review, we'll send you freaking two freaking bumper stickers. And geez louise, down on my knees, they are very freaking sharp and very fashionable. And I have been seeing a lot of them around town, so you don't want to be the last one without one of those. Now, geez louise, you can become a recurring member, meaning every freaking week you give over a handful of freaking cash. Maybe you stip, sti, skip freaking groceries twice a month. And you freaking hand over five, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars a freaking month, or maybe a week, or maybe a freaking day. Weegers and tweegers, there's no freaking limit. But geez, Louise, it is an honor to be here on your show, Doug. I feel like I am stealing the floor from you and stealing your freaking show. First time freaking listener here, but longtime fan. Now, geez, Louise, down on my knees. I did want to say something. The presidential election happened last week, and it was a freaking long fit. Fa- oh. Oh, geez, Louise, down on my knees. That sound is actually, oh, my gosh, we are getting a freaking call from freaking Satellite Freaking New York. Now, Weakers and Tweakers know Satellite New York is our freaking broadcasting stream, the way that we communicate with each other. It seems like a, a favorite from the show, Our Week in Review, is freaking calling in. Tadia Richards, Tadia Richards is on. Tadia, go ahead. How you doing? Uh, How you hi. been? How are you? God bless you. Uh, thank you very much uh, for having me, Taylor, on uh, Doug Knows Best. Um, never listened to the show. Longtime fan, though. And uh, I just want to thank you so much and answer your freaking questions. Uh, doing great. Been great. And freaking better than ever. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, we don't. I wasn't prepared for this uh, at all. Uh, oh, I'm, for sorry. Li- I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm as ever. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, I'm the host of this show. Just, you know, the show is called Doug knows best. So, you know, when you got going to have an extra guest on, you got to, you really got to run this by me, but you know, more than happy to have you, uh, for anybody out there listening, uh, Tadia Richer, uh, is also, uh, on our week in review with me over there and, and Taylor. So, uh, it's nice to have, uh, the, the, everybody in the room with me. Well, not in the room with me, but on the, on the call with me. So, I guess we can continue the show. Yeah. So yeah, please. By and, all and means, we we've been ask- trying to get you to do the show for freaking quite some time now, going on six minutes. Yeah. So I mean, we also just want to clarify: we don't usually ask how each other are on the show because that's kind of a redundant question. So oh, very, very freaking. Yeah. Thank you for asking. The freaking Dickens. Thank you. God bless you. Okay. Uh, well, uh, without further ado, I'm just going to talk to to the friends of Doug out there that are listening. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about uh, different types of saws and what they do for uh, from our Doug's desk segment here, which is what we usually talk about different tools. And then after that, we're going to be moving into handy handout. Uh, now, that concept for you guys who aren't usually on the show with us, we usually talk about uh, things that you can recycle at home that you get for free. Uh, this week, you're going to be excited about what we're talking about. And then lastly, we're going to have microwave mixtape where I uh, review uh, microwave foods for lunch. So, uh, you know, keep uh, keep an ear out for those. So uh, you guys have any questions before we get going or, or should we just get in right into it? Is this what you normally do on the freaking show? Is this how the show goes? This sort of bland you know, segment by segment? We'll, we'll keep you posted and then eventually the show's over? Cause well, I'm, yeah, I mean, that... What, what are you going to say? I like it. it. It makes sense. I mean, it's very succinct. It's succinct. I mean, we, I think we kind of do that on the other show where we talk about what segments we're going to go into later and then we, when we do them. I don't think we've ever done that on our week. Well, okay. Well, you know, this isn't our week. This is uh, Doug Knows Best. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what we're going to do. I usually talk about what we do and then, and then I do it. 
Okay, proceed. Okay, so the floor uh, is yours, Doug. Yeah, I, I I know it is. Uh, and so, without okay. further freaking ado, Doug's desk and yeah, okay. types of saws and what they do. Okay, you kind of took what I was gonna do. There was a great segment on on Doug knows best with Doug uh, freaking Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is Doug's desk, and I'm gonna talk about the type of the different types of saws and what they do. So here, okay. So whether you're a professional contractor or a handyman in training, choosing the right saw for the job is an important first step in any saw-related home improvement project. Today on Doug's Desk, we'll be examining different types of powered wood saws and their applications so that you can pick the right tool for the job before making that first cut. Uh, So without further ado, we're going to talk about the miter saw. I got to tell you, I don't think I ever noticed that you sound a little bit like Kermit the Frog. And I mean that in the best way freaking possible. I sound like Kermit the Frog? Right now you're sounding to me like Kermit the Frog. On our show, I feel like you don't sound that way, but God bless you. Continue. What was the first saw you were talking about? For, for weakers um, and tweakers out there, the first saw is Doug Jordan. Go ahead. Yeah, so before I get into that, you know, just if you guys have any insight into what what type of saw to use, I just want you to jump in there and start talking with me. If maybe you've used one of these saws in the past and you've had some issues with it, or maybe you, you liked it a little bit more than the other one, just jump right in there. So like you just said here, the first saw that I'm going to talk about is the miter saw. Uh, a miter saw has a blade mounted on a swing arm that pivots left or right to produce angled cuts. And you can use a miter saw to quickly make cuts for crown molding, picture frames, door frames, uh, window casings, and more. So that's the miter saw. Have either of you guys used a miter saw? Doug, I live in a group home. They won't even let me use a freaking butter knife. All I'm allowed is a freaking spork. And they they freaking file down the tips so they're not too sharp. Because one of the freaking mental patients I live with freaking almost freaking took his own eye out. No, I've never used a miter saw. Teddy or Risher, how about you? Uh, no, never used a miter saw before. Didn't know that uh, um, uh, there were different kinds of saws. And um, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. I was really put off by the by the beginning of the show. I, I feel like you need something a little bit more punchy, Doug. And I'm not trying to, t- I'm not trying to tell you how to run your freaking show, Doug. But um, I don't know. I feel like you could. I feel like you could have started off a little stronger. I can tell you something I saw last week, Doug. I saw a guy on the freaking bus, and he made a freaking mess in his trouser, and then he freaking had to check because I think he wasn't sure if he had or not. And it was revealed that yes, it was a mess and not just a stink when he removed his hands and it was brown chocolate from his trousers. That's something I saw. So that's my experience with saws. It's a great segue into into this segment. Thank you. That that's a better segue into the segment than me talking about what we're actually talking about, which is the tool saw. Uh, not seeing a man that uh, defecated himself on a bus. So yeah. those are two different things. Okay. Okay. So moving on, the next type of saw we're going to talk about is a circular saw. And a circular saw is a handheld tool that can cut many materials, including wood. So, you know, it's kind of the workhorse saw. You can kind of use it for anything as you see fit. Uh, you can kind of, you know, saw into a two by four. or Maybe you want to saw into a table that you're that you're fixing up. Uh, so circular saw is a great all around saw for anybody to use. Wait, so I'm confused. Why can so the circular saw cuts into wood? What is the miter saw cut into? 
it also cuts into wood. Man, I think these are all powered wood saws. But I, what I'm saying is, would it work to cut into, like, Dangly Johnson wood? And should you be careful about maybe doing that if you want to keep your freaking manhood, Doug Jordan? Yeah, yeah, it would be very easy to cut flesh with one of these saws, and I do not recommend doing that. Good to know. Very happy to hear it. Well, good. I'm glad. Uh, okay. Do, do you have any more questions, or can I talk about the next one? Is Chainsaw going to be on this list? Uh, I do not believe Chainsaw is on the list. This, these are more for uh, building tools. A Chainsaw is usually used to cut down a tree. So, oh. But that but that cuts into wood, though. Yeah, that's a tree made of wood. Yeah, but Unless you it's a rubber tree, and then they're made out of rubber. Yeah, but you, you you wouldn't use one of these saws to cut in to cut down a tree. You would use specifically a chainsaw for that. Okay. Okay. I, that makes sense to me. God bless you. This is this, I'm okay. learning a lot. Keep going, Doug. I don't know why they're going to cancel this show. Maybe it's because uh, people need to donate at donate.wayofm.org. Donate.wayofm.org, please. Anything freaking helps. So, continue, Doug. Your show is great. Uh-huh. Okay, thank you. Uh, so uh, next we're going to talk about the jigsaw. Uh, jigsaws are best used for cutting shapes and curves in wood with its narrow blade, which is attached to the tool's body by a spring-loaded clamp at the front. So that's a jigsaw. Uh, it's good for, you know, like it said, cutting shapes and curves. It's really good good for getting into those detail, uh, those detail lines and, and cutting cutting a shape. But you wouldn't necessarily use a miter saw uh, as it, uh, it it doesn't get, get as close into it. It's not a flat surface as a jigsaw is. So, so if you that's were, a jigsaw. If you were gonna make something like a rocket, like that shaped like a rocket, and but instead of having like blades at the end like a rocket does it maybe had like two round things at the end and the and but the long rocket part was the same with maybe just a, a a pronounced tip at the end would you use a jigsaw well i mean it are you trying to make a three-dimensional model or are you trying yeah, to make a flat model trying to make a three-dimensional model of uh, like a rocket like a specially shaped rocket now, I would use probably some sort of wood carving tool that if you're going to make it like a three, you, you would want to carve the wood instead of cut it um, unless you're working with a large piece of wood and then you would cut it down and then carve it from there. What if you've got just kind of like an average size piece of wood? I, I don't. What, what is an average size piece? Like a two by four? Is that what you're talking about? I think it means like five, six inches, maybe. Well, that's not really an average size piece of wood. That's kind of, you know, that's that's heading into shim territory, which is usually a smaller piece of wood that you would you would use to, you know, make it into a larger wood. So that's not really a average size piece of wood. So I don't understand the question. Uh, next, we have a, a reciprocating saw, which is also known as a sawzall. It's a handheld saw commonly used for uh, demolition and remodeling. And you can use it to cut through many types of materials, such as wood, metal, uh, PVC, and even nails. So it's really good. Uh, it's it's a good all-around saw to have, especially if you're demoing, uh, uh, you know, a workspace, or if you, if you need uh, if you need help cutting down some PVC pipes uh, for your plumbing work. So great uh, great saw to have around. Uh, now I'm very confused, Doug, because earlier you said the saw was like this list because it freaking destroys things and this one uh, you just said it's it's used for demolition and remodeling yeah so why is the chainsaw left off the list 
Well, I mean, specifically, I said the chainsaw was for, you know, trees the, to, to, to demolish a tree. Uh, a reciprocating saw is much as a much smaller version of a chainsaw. Actually, it's more like a combination between a, a miter saw and a chainsaw, if I uh, if I'm remembering correctly. So. Does that answer your question? But it cuts wood. Yeah. Is this the kind of saw that you would use if, let's say, you were maybe shackled in someone's basement and maybe there was a leak in the water pipe and the water was rising and your nostrils are, are being submerged and you, you're shackled with chains to maybe a, some sort of old freaking radiator, one of those iron ones that gets really hot and you're just trying to get out and the water's rising now it's up to your eyes and then geez louise down to my knees you got to cut this chain somehow and would it reciprocating saw work i'm gonna say if there's water involved you'll probably be electrocuted as it is a power tool so it probably wouldn't work that's unfortunate so moving on Next yep. one is going to be freaking table saw. Uh, a table saw consists of. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, do you want to do? I mean, I would, normally I read it, but do you, if you can, if, if you want, I guess. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. You can. I didn't mean to. Doug, it's your show, please. Okay. Uh, the table floor saw. Is yours. Yeah, that's what I was just about to do it. So we're going to be talking about table saw and a table saw consists of a circular saw blade mounted on an arbor that is driven by an electric motor. The blade protrudes for the top of a blade, a table, uh, which provides support for the material, usually wood being cut. So great all around saw to have if you have the room for it and the space for it. Uh, great for those larger projects if you're trying to cut a, a fairly large piece of wood. So great, great to have one. Now, is this the saw that the cuts the brother in half at the beginning of Walk the Line? Have you ever seen uh, that movie with Johnny Cash and his little brother, or his, uh, it's his older brother, but they're little when it happens, and he gets sucked into the saw, and he gets he gets shot out the other end in a million little pieces, and, it, and Johnny Cash has to try to put him back together again, but just like the fabled Humpty Dumpty, it's impossible. The brother dies in his arms, which makes him a drug addict, but also a great freaking singer, and he goes on to have a very freaking storied career where he marries Joan of Arc. I, you know, I had never seen the movie, um, so I, I can't talk about which saw it was. But, you know, just from your description, I guess that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, Weakers and Tweakers, we can't tell you to go see it. But Walk the Line, it is in theaters, and I highly recommend it. Starring freaking Johnny Cash and the guy that played Cameron from freaking Ferris Bueller's. So. so who does he play in the movie? Bass player, I think. That's Cameron or, from Ferris Ferris's Bueller or, El, or Elvis. I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen it, and I only saw little bits of it in the commercials on TV. So I also have never seen it, and um, I give it an A plus. Yeah. So Uyghurs, Uyghurs. Are we done with this segment, Doug? Yeah, that's the. Well, there is the bandsaw. We we didn't talk about the bandsaw. What's a bandsaw uh, do? Well, it's a band. It uses a long, sharp blade consisting of a continuous band of toothed metal stretched between two or more wheels uh, to cut material. So, a- advantages of that include uh, uniform cutting action as a result of an evenly distributed tooth load and the ability to cut irregular or curved shapes like a jigsaw. So, that w- that's the bandsaw. I got to tell you, I think Uyghurs and Tweegers out there are sawing wood right now listening to this segment, if you know what I freaking mean. 
like they're you know they they're, might be construction workers so they no, could be no like they're snoring oh. they're they're sleeping they're sawing wood i mean i don't know if you've ever been around a, a piece of wood that's being sawed but it's very loud and and would be very difficult to sleep around right but if you're the one snoring if <laughs> let's move on doug what's the next segment Jeez well, Louise, is it news and discussions? Last week, Johnny Depp announced that he will no longer be portraying Gellert Grindelwald in the Fantastic Beasts franchise, according to Variety. Depp's premature exit from the Harry Potter spinoff came only days after the actor lost a libel case against the Sun. In 2018, the British publication alleged that Depp was, quote, a wife beater. Depp has since said he plans to appeal the decision. Quote, Johnny Depp will depart the Fantastic Beats franchise. We thank Johnny for his work on the films to date, a Warner Brothers spokesperson says. Fantastic Beats 3 is currently in production, and the role of Gellert Grindelwald will be recast. The film will debut in theaters worldwide in summer 2022. So, what are they going to do with Gellert Grindelwald and now? And who will be playing it now that Depp has long since departed doug jordan care to comment it is your show we usually don't do news and discussion on my show uh I, i've never seen any of these fantastic beast movies um i don't even know uh what gillet uh what a gillet grindelwald is so he's a guy he's he's, he's a guy he, they put a freaking spell on him with a with a magic stone but they they cut him from the the movie because he's a quote uh, wife beater. That's what they said. Bad publicity. It's a Disney film, I think. Is it Walt Disney? Well, it's War- Warner Brothers. You said Warner Brothers well, at that, the end there. Well, I don't know. I think that might be Walt Disney's brand. I I think that they're still not owned. They're not owned by Disney. So I would replace him with the only real life Fantastic Beast this Hollywood has, and uh, you freaking guessed it. Jonah freaking Hill, the massive freaking beast from beyond. Yeah, now that's going to cut into their film's budget because they're going to have to use a multi-camera situation to get all freaking angles on Jonah Hill's freaking bulbous butt cheeks and his body. But I think they might have a hit if if rumors are true. Doug Jordan, care to comment? I mean, he well, Jonah Hill is, and we talk about this on our weekend review. He's not that uh, he's he's not that big uh, as the way you guys describe him. Uh, he's actually lost uh, quite a bit of weight since he was younger, uh, and looks great. Um, so, wait, you talk about how fat Jonah Hill is on your show too? Did no, you I don't, steal that from us? No, I said on your on our weekend review, you talk about him uh, as being the fattest man in the world. Yeah, he's uh, so fat. And, uh, he's the biggest freaking fantastic beast out there yeah well god bless you doug uh yeah okay uh can i go back to my show now or oh you have more i thought you were done please continue that was the last segment i thought this was like a little 20 minute think piece show i didn't know it was is how long is it is it a full hour yeah the show is a full hour long well geez louise down on my knees we better get to it then Okay. Uh, well then great. We're going to, we're going to move into, uh, my handy handout, which as I described at the top of the hour, uh, is, uh, kind of ways to recycle things, uh, that you can find for free, uh, or that you buy or that you use up or whatever. So, uh, 
you know, if you, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. So let me give the introduction now. Uh, so whether you live in a one-room studio or a palatial estate, everyone uses toilet paper. And at the end of every roll is a tubular piece of cardboard that most people discard in the recycling bin. Uh, this week on Doug's Handy Handout, we're going to be talking about six clever ways to reuse toilet paper rolls. So if you guys, you know, have any uh, sort of a good idea on what to what to use with a uh, toilet paper roll, aside from these uh, six, uh, please feel free to shout them out. If anybody out there is listening and wants to give a call in, please uh, go ahead and call into the show. And we'd love to talk about uh, what you what you would do with a toilet paper roll. Oh, I got something to do with the toilet paper roll, Doug. Okay. Well, do you want to talk about it now or should I wait till I say mine? You can go ahead and say yours first. I feel like you might cover it. Okay, that's fine. So we're going to... Doug, what I would probably do is I'd probably put a freaking warm bag of freaking water in it and just put it right in the freaking hole. And then I'd use it probably, Doug, and have freaking... I don't know how to put this delicately on your your delicate show. uh, Freaking play with myself with it. Yeah, I was thinking about filling it up with freaking apple pie filling and doing the same. Yeah. Like in freaking American Pie. An American Pie 2 and 3. American Wedding. Mm. Okay, well, there's. I, mean, I find a couple issues with that. One, I don't know what a warm bag of water is, and I don't know how that would work. So it's a bag of water, Doug, like a Ziploc baggie, and you warm it up so it's nice and warm, and you freaking stick it into the toilet paper roll, and then you freaking stick your Dangly Johnson in the toilet paper roll, and it's nice and warm and squishy. Yeah. Perfect okay, well, freaking that- shape for it, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not what this, we don't usually talk about stuff like that in the segment. This is a handy thing is that you can do with a, with a toilet paper. Roll. Well, the whole point is not to use your hand. Yeah, no, this is about, you know, things you can make that aren't uh, in sexual nature, in a sexual nature. All right, well then go ahead. Tell us things that you can't have sex with. Jeez Louise, down to my knees. I would say farm animals, but you would probably contest that. Nope, I I do not have sex with farm animals. Uh, Okay, and I'm going to just go into the segment now. Uh, So, you know, one thing you could do with a toilet paper roll is you can make a desk organizer out of it. Uh, You know, you could store pencils, pens, and other office supplies in there or or whatever you want and helps keep your desk nice and organized. So So then you wipe your butt with the pens and pencils? I feel like that might hurt, and you might get them stuck up there and they're not coming back out. You take a no, trip you to the doctor. You wouldn't wipe your butt with it. It was. It would be just. Uh, you know, it, it's an empty toilet paper. There's no toilet paper on it. You don't wipe your butt with the with the toilet paper roll, do you? I don't usually wipe my butt at all. I just. I have somebody takes care of that for me. I live in a group home. We have Mrs. Malfour and Mrs. Warshbasher, and they're both very diligent about clean, cleaning me my behind. God bless them. Yeah, so you wouldn't wipe a desk organizer on your on your bottom. No, I wouldn't. Okay, so the next thing uh, you could do with it is you could turn it into a bird feeder. So if you cover the roll with peanut butter and then coat it with bird seeds and and then leave it oh outside, my, you could. Oh my god! Yeah, peanut butter. That's a great freaking thing to put in there, and then you can freaking stick your Daniel Johnson in it. Yeah, no, that's I'm perfect. Not... No, that's perfect. Good job. No, this I'm not great, saying this putting is a good it, segment. You started off a little weak with the jigsaw segment, um, but this has been great. Yeah, I get where you're going with this. God bless you. 
Yeah, the segment is not what to do with a toilet paper roll so you can have sex with it. The seg the segment is is what things you could do with a toilet paper roll that are handy uh, to have around the house. You just said turn your freaking dangly Johnson into a freaking bird feeder, and then geez Louise down on my knees, birds will land on it and perch upon it as it is perched in its upright position. Is that what you said? No, I I said you would cover the you would cover the roll with peanut butter and coat it with bird seed and then leave it outside. It has nothing to do with your uh, dangly Johnson. I don't know. Okay, I, you lost me. But, but continue. Okay. Um, the next one is uh, keep your gift wrapping paper in one piece. Uh, securely store wrapping paper by using a toilet paper uh, holder, a to- toilet paper roll, to prevent it from unraveling. So if you kind of cut it and you and you move it and you put and you throw it around the toilet pa- or the wrapping paper, that it would keep the the wrapping paper from unfurling. So why wouldn't like a, you? If you're just gonna put paper back on it, why wouldn't you just put more toilet paper on it and then you can wipe your freaking butt? Yeah, I feel like it would be that would be a giant sheet of toilet paper if it fit around a wrapping paper's holder. You would have a massive. I mean, that that might be the type of toilet paper Jonah Hill used to wipe his giant butt, giant wrapping paper sized toilet paper. But geez, Louise, down on my knees, I I feel like the normal person uses a general, a, a normal sized toilet paper roll. Yeah, well, you don't need a giant toilet paper roll to put over a, a wrapping paper roll. You just need a, a small one, and it keeps it, it. It just keeps it from unfurling and keeps it in place. But then you keep putting them on there, and then eventually there's too many on there. The the one that you, the first one you put on is coming off the other end, and you put another one on, and they just keep falling off, and you have a pile of freaking toilet paper rolls on the freaking floor. And now well, you, you don't got have to something put- to clean up. Well, now you don't have to put it on multiple. You don't have to put multiple rolls on. You could have multiple wrapping papers that you use different rolls for. Well, you have lost me. Yeah, I'm confused again. Well, I I don't know what's confusing about that. You put one toilet paper roll on on a thing of wrapping paper, and that's it. Uh, and there you is keep saying you can keep saying the same thing over and over again. I just don't think the listeners are going to get to it. So you might as well just move on. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll move on. But, you know, the point here I'm going to make is, is these are just things you could do. You don't have to do them. They're just ideas. And the idea of this segment is to generate more ideas about what to do with the with the toilet paper holder. And you shot down both of our ideas, where, which was have sex with them, essentially, with different fillings. You know what? You're right. I shouldn't have shot down those ideas. If you want to have sex with a toilet paper roll, then go ahead and have sex with it. Thank you. Okay, uh, the next thing on the list uh, is a uh, portable fire starter. So if you collect the lint from your dryer and stuff it inside an empty toilet paper roll, and then you'll have a crackling fire in no time. So this is a great one uh, to use, especially if you like to go camping. Uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to find proper kindling. Uh, sometimes it's just hard to f- start a fire. But you know what? Uh, it lights on fire real quick. Yep, you guessed it, a freaking uh, dryer lint. So. so what was that? Yeah, I mean... Do you think maybe maybe you made one of these little things and then you put it in your freaking tool shed and that's what burned it down a few years ago when freaking you blamed it on Sandy? No, I didn't make one. No, that's you would use it to start a fire. I, I didn't start a fire in my tool shed. Potentially, Sandy may have started a fire in my tool shed, which I think is definitely what happened. 
and uh, also didn't have one in my tool shed at the time. So, listen, Wayo listeners, Weakers, Tweakers, Doug Jordan's fans, if you like to start fires and you burn your little fires all over freaking town, where are you going to learn about fire starting other than W A Y O L P freaking Rochester and if that's valuable to you, I would hand over a few freaking shekels, some of your freaking hard-earned kern. Just hand it over, fork it over in a freaking timely fashion. We need it. This is our freaking, I think this is our last week doing it. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, we are way behind. The freaking station is going down. We need 15 large. I, if you own some clothing, maybe you could sell it to a homeless person. Or, geez, Louise, down on my knees, there's nothing wrong with standing by the highway with a freaking cardboard sign and asking for freaking shekels. We need some freaking money here, weakers and tweakers. Go to donate.wayofm.org. It's as simple. Uh, thank you uh, for doing that. Yeah, please go to donate.wayo.fm.org or donate, donate Wayo. Yeah, donate.wayofm.org. That's the one. And donate money to the radio station uh, so we can keep shows like this uh on the air they have so prizes a t-shirt and a freaking tote bag and they might even have stickers i think and you could become a continuing member and get freaking discounts at local freaking eateries and record stores i don't know because i don't care but you need to donate yeah usually we don't do things like that in the middle of a segment we usually wait till after the segment to do them but yeah boy you said oh, that. I please thought, donate i'm sorry i thought you were finished no, I still had one more on the list. What's on? What tell us what it is? It's a bathroom air freshener. So if you just place some cotton balls inside of an empty toilet paper roll and add a few drops of your favorite essential oil, uh, and you cover the top with a breathable cloth, and there you have it. Uh, you have a, a nice bathroom air freshener. I don't feel like that would be nice to have sex with, Tadia Risher. What do you think? No, and the problem with essential oils, Doug, is that uh, a lot of them actually uh, aren't great for your freaking dangly Johnson skin, um, foreskin, if you will. So I wouldn't, I definitely, and cotton balls really don't feel, I don't know if you've ever freaking played with yourself with cotton balls, Doug, um, but it doesn't feel great. So um, I'd skip this one, uh, fans of Doug. Yeah. Yeah, this I just want to. Uh, this segment is not about having sex with the toilet paper roll, so just feel like about. I need to say that. Feel like that's what we've been talking about the whole time. I don't understand. You put peanut butter in it. Yeah, the peanut butter was to make a, a bird seed feeder, a bird feeder, but that's fine. We don't have to talk. I, I don't want to explain this again. We're just going to move on uh, to my favorite segment of the show, uh, which is Doug's microwave mixtape. Uh, so this week on Microwave Mixtape, we're reviewing Smucker's new line of heat and eat Uncrustables. Uh, the Smucker's Uncrustable is a popular pre-packaged sandwich item known for its crimped, crustless edges. Up until now, the Uncrustable product has been primarily known for its variation on the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Today, we are reviewing the newest members to the Smucker's Uncrustables family, the Uncrustable Barbecue Chicken Bites and the Uncrustable Taco Bites. So how do you guys feel about this segment? I don't know if you've tried them, uh, uh, but I'm just going to talk about them. But, you know, maybe you have an opinion about Uncrustables that you'd like to share. So please uh, feel free to chime in on this one as well. 
is what you're talking about for Weegers and Tweegers out there and Duggies that are out there as well. Jeez Louise down on my knees. It's called a freaking ravioli. It's a peanut butter and jelly ravioli, and it's stuffed with PB&J, and it's called Smuckers. And if you, and Jeez Louise down on my knees, they are, it's like eating a mush ball, and they're delicious. And now you say they make tacos, so you make a freaking ravioli taco and a ravioli chicken mm. bite. And I'm very excited to hear what you have to say because, no, I haven't freaking tried them. Microwave. I mean, they're not really like a, a ravioli. They're, it's a sandwich with the crust cut off of it. And then, yeah, I guess it's kind of like a ravioli in that way. I see what you're saying now. I see. I totally see what you're saying now. But these are different. These, these are more of a, a roll. And then the roll, it's got, you know, kind of a, a brioche type uh, bread top. And it's more of a, if you've ever uh, had a Russian piroshki, it's a lot like that, which is a dinner roll stuffed with a savory filling. So, so without further ado, I'm going to get it right into uh, talking about the barbecue chicken bites. So these are uh, Uncrustables, all white meat chicken with barbecue sauce and bread uh, bites. And they're made with 100% white meat chicken and soft bread and they're baked fresh. And then you heat in the microwave for uh, 45 seconds for one package and then 60 seconds if you're going to do two packages. They do come with uh, two packages at a time. Uh, each box contains three pouches with two snack bites per pouch. So there you go right there. So that's the barbecue chicken. And then we have the taco bites, where which are Uncrustables beef crumble, cheese, salsa, and taco seasoning in bread bites. And they're made with 100% real cheese and soft bread uh, baked fresh. And they microwave in just 60 seconds for two packages and 45 seconds for one. And uh, each box contains three pouches with two snack bites per pouch. So those are the uh, barbecue chicken and the, and the taco bites. I did have these for lunch today. I did uh, I did have try both uh, kinds uh, for lunch. And, uh, you know, what? I'm going to be completely honest with, with everybody out there listening. I did not uh, like them. I did not enjoy them. Uh, they were not good. Um, I'm a big fan of the Uncrustables, uh, the peanut butter and jelly, or the, you know, they have peanut butter and grape jelly, peanut butter and strawberry jelly. Uh, they have peanut butter and honey now. Um, they have uh, a Nutella uh, Uncrustable. Those are all great. Uh, these uh, microwave uh, bites uh, are terrible. I, I would not. I would not eat them again. I would not eat the, eat them for lunch ever again. Um, I, now that being said, between the two of them, the barbecue chicken a lot better than the taco. Uh, the barbecue chicken had it had a nice it had a nice roll on it. Uh, there was a quite a quite a good uh, portion of uh, chicken meat in there. Uh, there was quite a good portion of barbecue sauce, so it was a little bit more flavorful than the, than the taco bite, which had a much grainier bread, and uh, the filling tasted absolutely terrible. Um, it, it was fine. I guess it wasn't terrible. It was bland, um, but it wasn't my favorite. Uh, between the two, I would pick the barbecue chicken, but I would, I would honestly pass both of them up at the grocery store. They're not worth it for the price, and, uh, and honestly, I don't like them. So two thumbs down from me. So, do you guys have anything to add to that? No, because I never tried them. I never had them in my life. I would love to try them. I uh, wish you'd given me a heads up about this, Doug. I would have been more prepared. Yeah, if you if, if you were to send me the show notes ahead of time, I could have maybe requested a, a, these taco bites at, for dinner, and then I could have eaten them, and I could add something here. But I got nothing to say. And I probably could have added that the sandwich was loosely categorized as a dumpling or ravioli because of the crimping, uh, which is usually a humorous fashion, uh, like a Pop-Tart. However, the manufacturer of Uncrustables uh, describes the product as a sandwich. Yeah. Well, it, 
It is a sandwich, yeah. Well, Doug, as of 2013, Smuckers has been selling the sandwiches under an unpatent trademark. They built the plant in 2004 in Scottsville, Kentucky. Yeah, and they're very popular with firefighters, uh, you know, working on the wildfires. They're handed out in brown bag lunches. Mm -hmm. Firefighters love these for some reason. I wonder how they'll feel about the taco bites and the freaking barbecue chicken bites. And I never really got it straight. Which one's better? I thought this was a shootout. I said the barbecue chicken was better between the two of them. I liked uh, the barbecue chicken much more than the than the taco bite. There was a lot more flavor in the barbecue chicken, but both were pretty bland, to be completely honest. And they don't come with a dipping sauce, maybe some sort of microwavable dipping sauce. No, they don't come with a dipping sauce. No, Amazing. they just came at, as is. And honestly, I'm kind of upset that I still have two packages of these in my freezer because I don't really want to eat them. Yeah, well. I mean, I'm going to, but I, I, I won't like it. I mean, maybe I could, you know, that's not a bad idea. The sauce thing's not a bad idea. I could doctor up some sort of a sauce to serve with each of them, and that might make them a little bit more palatable. So it's not a bad idea. Like a ketchup sauce, maybe, or mayonnaise, maybe a mustard sauce. I mean, maybe for the taco one, there'd be like some sort of a sour cream. And then on the barbecue chicken one, you know, maybe some sort of a, a mayonnaise. Yeah, a mayonnaise-based sauce on that would be good. Okay. Maybe like a mayonnaise mustard combination, like a I think it, they call it Dijonese or something. A combination of mayo and mustard. You're talking about mayo tart. Oh yeah, that's mayo tarts. And Weakers and Tweakers, if they're listening, know all about mayo tarts. Some of them actually uh, mayo tarts are the third thing. Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, and mayo tarts. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. That's what that was. Uh, Actually, no, I do. I, no, no, it's coming back to me. I remember talking about that on our weekend. Doug, move on. Okay, well, now we're going to... That's the end of uh, Microwave Mixtape. Uh, and so just so everybody out there listening knows, next week we're going to be talking about DiGiorno's Croissant Crust Pizza. So it's a pizza with a croissant crust. I've heard good things. I can't wait to try it. Is it microwavable? So, uh, no, I mean... No, usually the DiGiorno ones are not microwavable. Wait, so you do non-microwavable food on microwave mixtape? Well, I mean, I usually just what try is this to segment do... called? Microwave mixtape? Is that what you do? Yeah, it's microwave mixtape. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Last week, Doug Jordan, Alex Trebek died, and he was eighty. So no more Jeopardy for you. I, I'm sorry. Last week. What is what what is eighty at death? What is death? Alex Trebek eighty. The category I, is Alex Trebek. What is the category is death? What is Alex Trebek? He was eighty. You see what I'm saying? Well, he was the host of Jeopardy, what and people loved him. People loved him. He was very smart. He died, Doug. Now he's dead. God bless him. I hope he's at the pearly gates. Freaking knock, knock, knocking at heaven's door and not down below. Speaking of down below, Trump lost weakers, tweakers, thrill seekers, and duggies out there. And God bless him for doing such. So, but he thinks the fight is not over. Pray tell why. I don't know. And he called a meeting at the Four Seasons. Turns out it's the Four Seasons lawn care services all four seasons spring fall winter summer in that order 
What do you do? Why Why did you do that? What? Why did you just start talk, talking about the talking? And stuff? It's my show, you know. Normally, I, I'm the one that talks about the segments and stuff. Now, speaking of segments, last week, scientists discovered a, quote, hell planet where rocks rain from the sky and oceans are made of lava, according to CBS News. The planet, known as K2141b, is hundreds of light years away and is roughly the same size as Earth. Scientists believe that the scorching hot planet also experiences supersonic wind speeds, making its landscape the, quote, most extreme ever discovered. You believe that? What is K2121? K2141B. It's right next to K2141A. So. How about it's hundreds of light years away? Yeah, but it's getting closer. It's flying towards us at light speed. So should be here in a couple, I don't know, a few years. And who know? And can you imagine the people that live on there? Little toasted freaking critters coming off the freaking planet. It's scorched earth. And Jesus, and they're little monsters, Doug Jordan. Little monsters with little beady eyes and small fingers on big fat freaking hands with these tiny figures that can't pick things up because they're all scorched off and small. They can barely bend, Doug Jordan. I don't know what they eat because it's all lava. They must eat lava or rocks that rain from the sky. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, they're freaking craving cannibals eating each other and rocks. And then there's bludgeoners and there's a quaffle flying around. And this makes me very nervous. Isn't bludgeoners and quaffle, isn't that from Harry Potter? Sorcerer's Stone, yeah. So you're saying this is a Harry Potter planet? It has magical elements to it, is what I'm saying. Well, I thought the news story just said that it had extreme, extreme uh, weather. Supersonic winds. You imagine supersonic winds? You're just blowing all over the place. You're holding on to a freaking lava lamp post. I bet that's what they use in their house is lava lamps. Keep things bright. That's also a good band name, Lava Lamp Post. Last week, a Scottish doctor received backlash after she claimed that chicken nuggets cure autism, according to the Toronto Sun. Edinburgh-based Dr. Laureen Amit has also claimed that autism is caused by an adverse reaction to measles vaccine, although Amit's claim about vaccine links to autism have been scientifically debunked. Researchers have yet to put her chicken nugget theory through scientific testing. So, geez always down on my knees. Maybe if chicken nuggets work, you think chicken nugget barbecue chicken bites might work? It's basically a nugget, except somebody chewed the chicken up for you and filled it into a ball. Um, this would be a great sports desk segment. Yeah, Doug, take it to the freaking sports desk. Well, we don't do sports desk on my show. I have so. yet to understand what it is that you do on your show. God bless you. I also want to just, as long as we're uh, harping on Doug's show really quick, I, I've been a fan of this show for so freaking long, though I've never listened. And I did not hear one single freaking talk about any potato chips. Doug, I thought that's what you did on this show. It's freaking review potato chips. No, I don't just review potato chips on, on the show. I, I do uh, different, uh, f- various different food segments depending on the week. 
Um, this week happened to be microwave, uh, because that, that's what I wanted to talk about was microwave food. Next week is going to be, uh, for it. Usually it's frozen food and sometimes, you know what it is? Potato chips. Well, but then I'm confused. What, what was the saw and the sex with toilet paper roll segment about? I mean, they that that about, didn't have any, that didn't have anything to do with food. The show is not just about food. It's about, you know, being, uh, being helpful at home. Uh, using different types of tools uh, at home and what you do there. Uh, it's about the show is about finding handy things laying around Wait, Doug, and what to do with those. Doug, that's that's the thing. When I'm at home, I blow with myself. That's what I do, and I use tools sometimes to play with myself. And I definitely get very handsy when I'm playing with myself. I use my freaking hands to play with myself a lot of times, if, whether I'm not, whether I'm holding a tool. And geez, Louise, down on my knees. What if I get my dangly freaking Johnson stuck in a freaking paper, toilet paper freaking roll? How am I going to get it off with a freaking reciprocal saw made? It's mm-hmm. sold. It's uh, it's fifty nine ninety nine at Sears. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, it's worth every freaking penny. You get this thing stuck on your dangly Johnson, how are you going to get it off? But Sears is not a store anymore. Sears is gone. You got to be Sears kidding me. Bankrupt. What do you mean? The, the company went out of business, so there yeah. is no more Sears. Well, where what am I going to get? What are you freaking talking about? I'm wearing a freaking Sears pair of pants right now. Sears coveralls. Yeah, they. I think they went out of business like two years ago now. I'm going to fact check that. Yeah. They went bankrupt. They closed all the stores. I don't know about that. So what do you, I mean, you, you just Googled Sears and you can probably just tell it's closed. I don't know, man. I, uh, I'm not seeing anything. I don't think the internet, uh, it's inconclusive. Doug Jordan. Now that we have basically reached the end of the show, I, what do you and freaking Soonjay normally freaking talk about? I don't know, understand how Soonjay fits into this world that you have created, this sick world that you have created about freaking playing with yourself at home and freaking sawing your dangly Johnson off. How does he figure into this? Well, the show is not about how to play with yourself. The show has never been about that. Uh, well, why did we spend half the time talking about it? Because that's all the two of you wanted to talk about for some reason. So the show is about uh, helping uh, other people, and the show is usually about uh, different various projects that we're doing at home. Uh, so towards the end of the end of the show, Sunjay and I will discuss uh, different projects that we're working on. Uh, sometimes I'll talk about model cars that I'm building and uh, various different techniques that I found to help put them together. And you know, or sometimes maybe I'll talk about uh, working on a new tool shed that I'm building in my backyard uh, that I put up uh, uh, quite some time ago. So the show is about uh, it's just about uh, being handy at home. And That's so what the show soon is Jay just listens. You just need him here to freaking listen to you, and and then he goes, "Mm-hmm." Oh, that's very nice, Doug. What? No, he doesn't. Just we don't just. He doesn't listen to me. He has projects that he works on too. So and then he talks about them, and we talk about, and then people call in, and, and maybe we'll give us a, a suggestion on what to do about our projects, and that's and that's what my show is. Yeah. Well, um, God bless people for sitting through it. I I am a big fan, as I said before. Well, it doesn't seem like you guys are either a fan of the show because every segment I, I talk about, you guys get turned it about playing with yourselves or having sex with something. I just don't know how to talk about anything else right now. I mm-hmm. I tried to talk about politics, talk about how freaking Donald Trump, R.I.P., he is gone. 
And I didn't want to tell Weakers and Tweakers this before, but I was rooting for him to go down. Because I find him very unpleasant. He's a monster, Doug Jordan. And I know that you have different feelings about politics and you don't like to speak about it on the freaking air. But geez, Louise, down on my knees, he was terrible. No, I mean, I agree. I think he was a terrible president and uh, he should have never been the president. So I agree with you on that. Doug Jordan, he needs to be stopped. And the only way to freaking stop him is to freaking cut off the freaking supply chain. What does that mean? Cut off the supply chain. Can you elaborate on that? Tadia, please. I think what, what he's saying, Doug, is you need to freaking gas up the buzzsaw. Freaking cut off the supply chain. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't think we need to say too much more than that. Now, geez Louise down on my knees. Weakers, tweakers know this, but I'm not sure Dougies do. The thing about freaking public radio is it's garbage. 90% of it. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it is just garbage. But there are always a few diamonds in the rough. And. Sometimes you need to freaking dig deep to find those freaking diamonds like freaking our weekend review and like freaking Doug knows best. But once you found those, you got to hold them tight because people are trying to steal them from you and throw them back into the ocean from whence they freaking came. And we here at WAYO need your money so that it doesn't we don't get lost in the freaking Desert of the ocean, as they freaking say, as most people do say. I mean, a lot of people think that the ocean is a desert, turns out it's water. A lot of people don't know that. Most people don't know that. That's not true. I just want to clear clear it up, but go on. Go do what you're doing. What I am saying and what I've been trying to say this whole time is that we need your money. And we need it now. Don't wait another 25 minutes. Take your freaking credit card out. If it, even if it's maxed out, get another credit card and freaking don't worry about the interest. It doesn't go anywhere. It's just interest. People, other people have interest in it. Put, put, put a recurring $5 a month payment on there and you will get a T-shirt. Maybe you can go to donate.wayofm.org. Donate.wayofm.org. We need your money. I mean, if your credit card is maxed out, I don't recommend you get another credit card. But no, you know, if if you have money a, somewhere, then you can uh, you can donate that. Get another credit card because we're in phase freaking three, and Wayne needs the money a lot more than you do. Yeah, and God bless you for that one. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our week in review. This we is love our you week so review. very freaking much. We're this so Doug freaking hot for you. And we'll see you freaking next week. That's not usually how I end the show. Uh, so how do you end the show then? I usually say uh, thank you everybody for uh, listening to, to Doug Knows Best. Uh, looking forward to hearing from you and, and looking forward to talking to you again next week. Uh, thanks for stopping by and uh, hope to hear about any future projects you have planned. Because I'm way too long. You don't want to confuse Weakers, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, Mayotards, or Duggies even. And they are already confused. We just call them friends of Doug. You know, call them Duggies. Because they're friends of mine. If you're a friend of my show, you're a friend of me. Taylor, thank you so much for having me on tonight. Yeah, God bless you. Thank you for calling in, and, and we love you, and we hope all is well. Doug Jordan, care to comment? 
Yeah, the, I don't think this is ever going to happen again. There was uh, too uh, too many differences of opinion on how this should go. So, I think it's best if we keep my show, my show, and we keep your show, your show. Donate.fm.wayofm.org. Donate.wayofm.org. Say it with me now. <laughs>